0: You're listening to Barely Legal in Web3. I'm your host, Jamilia Greer. On this podcast, we talk about everything at the intersection between legal compliance and Web3 innovation. This podcast is an audio extract from my YouTube channel, where I bring to you in-depth interviews with Web3 entrepreneurs and innovators in Dubai and beyond. If you're a lawyer looking to upskill into Web3, you can check out my website, jamiliagreer.com, for courses and our flagship Web3 bootcamp. The Bootcamp is eight weeks long, and I personally teach you about NFTs, cryptocurrency, DAOs, their associated business models, and legal considerations. In addition to classes, you also get a chance to gain hands-on work experience with one of our partner companies. All of the information contained in this Bootcamp is based upon my 15 years legal practice experience in the US, China, and Singapore as an associate in a law firm, in-house counsel, And most importantly, as an entrepreneur myself. So if you want to level up into Web3, check out chameliagreer.com. And now, on to today's discussion. Welcome to the next episode of Barely Legal and Web3. I'm your host, Jamelia Greer. Guys, I'm so excited to be in the studio in Dubai today with two amazing guests. Our first guest today is Masood Bokfala. He is in media and marketing here in Dubai, and he is part of a marketing firm called Embark. Masood, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Jamilia. Thank you for having me. It's my honor to be here.
0: Yeah. And you you get the privilege of kind of being like the first first on the show. So oh, no, you're, I, I never you're, know that. You are the first first in-person guest for On The Show.
1: Wow, that's pretty impressive. Thanks for giving me this honor.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny because a lot of what we traditionally talk about is like legal stuff in Web3. And a lot of our listeners probably are like, well, what does marketing have to do with legal? And we'll get there. But I wanted to talk a little bit about your journey from Web2 to Web3 and kind of like this trend with marketing and what you see in Web3.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like Web3 being changing our life in too many aspects so you know every every 10 years there is new kind of technology and there's new trend and um, web3 been growing in attention and growing in technology uh, since like i've been in this space since 2017 and I see that there is a huge change from that time to this time.
0: Definitely. Like,
1: yeah, there is a huge advancement. And um, yeah, it's been changing our life and our economy and shaping it in more better way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And do you see sort of like, um you know, this transition from traditional marketing to more so education? Because it's funny, like every, I won't say every, but most Web3 projects, they have sort of like an education component. And I think it's interesting to kind of see that transition from shill, 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 which means to sell, to more of education.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. Because, you know, because we are very early, in the process, like we are super, super early, like mm-hmm. n- n- no technology has been growing this fast. And there's like lots of charts that proves this, that Bitcoin and Web3 being like one of the fastest technology in the world. So, you know, it's very hard to market something for people that they are ignorant about. Yes. So th- the most important component is you need to educate people because, you know, people are afraid of what they don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, as human beings, we are. You know, wired to be afraid of the unknown. So, yeah. So, in the other way is, like, the more you know about something, the more you would like it and you would, you know, be interested in buying in so yeah, it's
0: funny as you say that I think about my family like they know nothing about what I do <laughs>
1: they yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing it's common yeah
0: I, I mean if you say Web3 if you were to ask my mom if you were to call her right now and say okay. what does your daughter do she knows I'm a lawyer <laughs> but she has no idea about you know the space that I operate in and do you find that like in, in uh, your circle I guess in your personal circle your family circle do yeah. people know much about Web3?
1: not really not really Like sometimes even me <laughs> I don't know exactly where I'm going <laughs> so yeah I, I always have this idea that, first of all, like from my parents and from my small family, they, they have no clue about what's happening or what's going to happen. They, they have serious doubt that it's legal or illegal. So, uh, yep. yeah, but I'm, I'm kind of giving them more assurance that it's kind of legal. Absolutely. <laughs> it's barely legal. But it's barely legal. Yeah. Right? yeah, it's barely legal. <laughs> but other people they think that I'm in some mafia group some people would think that I'm doing some shady business but yeah it's just crypto now it's like it's just uh,
0: crypto right <laughs> yeah
1: i mean yeah with the time you can uh, you can figure out but it's too early and it's like very long conversation to explain the entire thing
0: absolutely yeah. and even being based in dubai there's like this Mysterious wonder of what's happening in Dubai with the crypto scene and the NFT scene. And I think, at least from what I've seen, you know, a lot of clients and a lot of people from outside of Dubai, they really have questions about how do I get in and how do I do it compliantly? And I was kind of shocked to see that the first real, I'll Mm. say, I wouldn't say the first, but one of the very early laws or regulations Mm. around the space has to do with marketing, has to do with consumer protection. I thought that was so, so very fascinating.
1: yeah yeah yeah! exactly because you know uh people have this uh tendency to go to what's hot and what's trending you know people are afraid of missing out like afraid to be left behind so i've seen this trend where most of these crypto projects or crypto people they don't really fundamentally understand what crypto so it's very risky like you know because if you are afraid to be left behind, that doesn't justify that you just rush and go without any preparation or any fundamental basis on that. So I think that starting with marketing regulation was the smartest move that the government has did because, you know, to protect people, like safety is first. Like if you are safe, you can learn. Like you, you still have long time to learn, but if you are not safe, then, you know, you might be risking your career
0: right absolutely and it's it's so funny because crypto and nfts they get a bad rep because of these people who just market in any kind of way they market in ways that they think will just basically get them you know the the fast revenue the fast buy-in and it's it's very interesting to see how that works
1: yeah 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 exactly so the thing is uh, because people just want to rush the process you know We are in a fast age, fast food kind of, you know, mindset where people want everything fast. You know, they don't want to go the long way and learn the fundamentals, like learn about the technical stuff and go slowly. Now, people just want to catch the fruits. And this is not healthy. Like this is why (laughs) you need regulation and we need more protection to the consumer than, you know. So, yeah, it's like very uh, first priority, because once you have safety, then you still have time to learn more about
2: crypto.
0: So we have <laughs> so we have our next guest that has come in, Rashab Java. Come on in. Join the conversation.
2: Thank you. Apologies for being late. I blame Dubai's traffic.
0: That's OK. Dubai's <laughs> okay. traffic is is crazy. So <laughs> yeah, he's willing the up. blame. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Amazing. So, how are you
0: guys doing? we're doing hey. great. We're doing great. So, I just want to give oh, yeah. you a, a pretty good intro. We were talking a bit about Mossad's uh, marketing background and, and his work at Embark and the trends that he's seen with Web3. And then, Rashab, your background is very different. So, you are like, first of all, you're the youngest person I've talked to outside of my <laughs> own sons. For, like, the past, for like, I don't know, I don't want to say how many years, but for a while. Um, so, welcome to the show. You are Thank a young you. entrepreneur. I'm not going to reveal your age. Uh, But you're probably proud of it. Um, And Mm -hmm. I I don't want to give away like all of the nuggets, but you basically are, you know, going through this serial entrepreneurship process through neuroscience and then a peer to peer learning platform and now into Web3. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey?
2: Absolutely. I think, um, yeah, as of right now, I am going through a sort of serial entrepreneurship craze, but my journey really started as a maker, I think when I was super young, I was about seven, when I watched like a Hindi movie on robots. And I was like, and it, it was a funny movie, right? So there was this guy that built a robot and then the late the robot later decided to kill him because he fell in love with the, whatever, the engineer's girlfriend <laughs> or something. And the seven-year-old me was like, oh, I want a robot now. Yeah. Um, and that just sort of sparked the interest of making things. So I went home, had a computer, spent like a lot of time trying to just learn things online, didn't have a lot of resources back then. And um, I I just sort of started on a journey from there of building circuits. And then later, my family moved from India to the UAE. Mm -hmm. And that was like in 2013. And my school had like more resources. We had 3D printers, more circuits. And it just opened like a whole new horizon of possibilities of things that I could build. And I started building like more sort of serious projects. And like, like I was doing, uh, dabbling in prosthetics and then, like you were saying neuroscience. Yep. And from there came my first startup as well. So I was building, um, we, we were building these headsets that would track your productivity through the day by capturing your brain waves. And we would sort of tally that with your Google calendar and run like an AI model on it to see what time of the day are you gonna be the most productive and help you rearrange your calendar. So I need that. I need yeah. that now. <laughs> <effective>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we it, literally just um, playing around with technology that I found interesting and I, I felt could like help people. And um, yeah, build, build that and then during COVID was working on like a peer-to-peer learning platform. And then now we're building PESA.
0: Wow, that's <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That's
2: great.
1: Like, Have you ever encountered this situation where some people are not productive the entire day?
2: <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've been that person many times, oh, really? honestly. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that might be quite challenging. <laughs> Yeah. It's some some days you just don't want to get out of bed. It's yeah. Today's the day not doing anything. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. This battle fatigue thing, yeah. It's real.
0: Yeah. And and it's so interesting because we were talking about education. We were yeah. talking about like this journey of learning and how, you know, much of the web three industry, you know, they're going through a process where they have to go through a process of learning and how education and learning is so important to really be successful in this space. And it's interesting to hear you talk. It sounds like you were just hungry to learn. Like you just you you just wanted to know how things work and you dove in. And do you think that's part of the success or part of the process?
2: No, absolutely. I think that is the most important part of like any young entrepreneur or maker cuz like um just constantly have to be learning, constantly have to be like exploring new fields cuz we're just in a space where like I don't know what I want to be an expert in. I don't know um, what industry is going to be my industry right now. So I'm just in a space where my only responsibility should be being able to dabble in as many different industries as I can, but with the focus of learning as much as I can in that space. So, and that's also why I really like Web three because yeah. I almost feel like because this field is relatively so new, everybody, irrespective of whether they like teenagers or they're the A's, yes. super old. Everyone's Older. learning in this <laughs> yeah. space. Yeah, yeah. Like, But it's yeah. mainly teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's true. <laughs> I think yeah. In this space, I think yeah. a lot of people are young. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. The, and, and it's funny because I think about my journey in Web3, my own journey in Web3 with FightBow, <laughs> okay. and particularly the marketing side. So I started off thinking, oh, I'm going to go the traditional way. I'm going to do like Instagram and Facebook and do posts and... You know, and yeah. then and then I'm like, okay, nobody's liking this stuff. Nobody's you know, and they say, yeah. Oh, you have to do it for it's a while been quite
1: saturated. Yeah. It's so mm-hmm. saturated. Yeah. But
0: then mm-hmm. I got into this space of I think I was following a guy on TikTok and he talks about authenticity. And okay. he talks mm-hmm. about, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, this is basically what his message is, is that everyone's saying niche down. Niche okay. down to be very specific. Okay. But if you look at my TikTok journey, I'm all over the place right? And people are like, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think it's part of that journey of learning, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to just come on and talk about Web3 and legal stuff. Because if yeah. I did, I mean, I would be bored. Yeah, I would yeah be bored. Yeah. So you may see me cooking, you may you may see me like getting my makeup done, or like playing with my kids or something. Okay. And I think that's I, I don't know what your thoughts are about that. Myself, but yeah, yeah,
1: that's, that's actually great Because like, we need more different people. Because, you know, this generic kind of because sometimes when i'm going through tiktok i will see the same message or the same information from 10 different accounts like you know three (laughs) three websites that feel illegal to know like come on like everyone knows (laughs) themselves you know it's not that catchy anymore so people want to um to release more to people you know they say that people don't trust brands but people trust people Mm -hmm. so if i see you like you are just another human being like me so you have your social life you have your family you are cooking Mm -hmm. so i can relate more to you like i can feel more comfortable that this person is not only about selling me something but he's actually sharing his his own life so you know we can connect on that instead of being just you know in the position where you are trying to send messages to people like i am in high position and you are kind of ignorant so i'm giving you just information so just sit down and take notes take notes right yeah that's I, it
0: i really don't like that type of <laughs> yeah, marketing yeah yeah yeah, because, yeah yeah, yeah.
1: actually nobody actually like it because it's outdated
0: <laughs> yeah. what about like influencer marketing when i mean I, I and i haven't seen i haven't seen much of it in the crypto and nft space yeah. but i know it it is there right yeah. do you think that people respond a bit better to that than like this authentic self
1: yeah yeah actually the influencer is quite controversial uh subject because um you know because there is a huge ignorance in the space you know mm-hmm. most people they don't understand actually about the crypto and web3 and even these influencers they are they are paid to do the marketing most of them they are not really fully aware about the the entire thing so they will just do the promotion for the sake of the promotion and for this The specific thing, most of these influencers have been misusing that. And some, let's say, uh, corrupted projects Mm -hmm. being misusing the influencer impact on their follower. So we have seen lots of scandals where, Mm -hmm. you know, influencer is not really familiar with the project and the project has ill intention. So they will take chunk of that, you know, deposit of the users and they will Mm -hmm. promote it to have more deposits Mm -hmm. and then just drug the entire Mm -hmm. thing.
2: I think we had like a whole wave of like shit coins and then pump and dump schemes. And I think a lot of that was driven by TikTok and influencers where they're like, you guys are not gonna believe this new coin and like thousand X return and (laughs) a lot of that coming up. And then I think it's nice that now that the markets have become more calm, that has sort of toned down as well. I think that was required very much in our space.
0: Yeah. And there's such this glorification. One thing that I really don't like about it is there's such this glorification of the lifestyle like mm-hmm. this crypto, like oh, I made like you know five million, <laughs> yes. and yeah. and a lot of the yeah. influencers, particularly, right? Thing. My, my, yeah. <laughs> get ready with me. I mean, like you know, you don't want to get ready with me because you won't like what you see.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah. But
0: like if you know, like people post that, and yeah. um, you know, particularly in Dubai, right? It's mm-hmm. like you yeah. know, people on the yachts, you mm-hmm. know, the women in the swimsuits, and yeah. is that is that yeah. even real? Like it's not really, it's not real. Let's face it's
1: it. not real, and it's not sustainable. Like you Absolutely. cannot live your life like you yeah. are living in the holidays <laughs> Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. and most of those people i mean like the really rich people they mm-hmm. not they don't need to show off you know yeah. because they it's actually live it so they don't have something to prove mm-hmm. but this kind of hungry new rich kind of thing they mm-hmm. are really um trying to convince you that they are rich so they can have more deals and they have more higher you know reputation mm-hmm. and you know yeah
2: because yeah, like this is something that i was discussing with uh, my CMO as well. That like when we were trying to come up with our TikTok strategy, I was like, I, I don't know what kind of content gonna work. Cause like when we look at pages, the only content that's like really getting a lot of views from Dubai is like guys driving out like rented Lamborghinis or yeah. like people <laughs> yeah, on yeah, yachts yeah. or yeah. something, right? So I'm like, yeah. I mean, I don't want to do that to make content but like that seems to be the only thing that people are watching in it's actually right? working yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, i mean like there has to
1: be a balance like you you, you don't know you don't want to be a, like fully stoic person like mm-hmm. you know just boring person in the office and trying not to show anything because you know people on the social media they have different psychology like mm-hmm. once you are in the office it's not the same you when you are in your couch and you want something to entertain you You know, people they don't go to social media to be educated they just want mm-hmm. to be entertained. Mm-hmm. So it has to be having this uh, fan mm-hmm. aspect. And, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, like it has to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. i taking yeah. notes on that. Like, people yeah. <laughs> don't want
0: to be <laughs> educated. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's a really yeah. good point. Yeah. yeah. But,
2: but I, at the same time, like just to sort of push back on that, I do feel that there are people that like to see content. That's like yeah. giving them some sort of value. Right. Yeah. Cause like, yeah I, I do agree like a lot of social media is like vanity and like that's become yeah. something that's super big both from people that are sharing and people that are like liking or yeah. viewing it's like there's a lot of vanity on social media yeah. but at the same time i do feel that like i personally would la- like my feed i feel my algorithm has learned that i only interact with content that's like interesting from like a designer's yeah. perspective like, or like helpful yeah yeah so i, I guess there is like there's yeah. a niche for all of that is what yeah yeah,
1: yeah sure there, there has to be a balance like um, it's good to have reasonable fun. Like mm-hmm. your uh, entertainment has to be fruitful, but at the same time, it has to be fun. Like th- there's good information, but in funny way, True, you yeah. know, yeah. so that's the perfect combination. Yeah.
0: That... there, there I, as you say that I'm thinking there's one particular lawyer on TikTok that's based in Dubai <laughs> okay. and maybe you guys know, I'm not going to say her name, um, but her, her account is doing really well but her content is so like stoic and it's like (laughs) this is what you need to know about uae law and i'm like i could never do that i could never show up and just tell you like i'm gonna show up i'm gonna make a joke you know (laughs) you're gonna see like someone walking in the background that's you know (laughs) hair is all crazy like that's me and it's funny i think it also depends on the influencer Mm because everyone or the content creator because everyone has different personalities Mm -hmm. um and i'm reminded like my most viral video on TikTok has nothing to do with web three or law. <laughs> it's really? just, it's just American girl arrives in Dubai, uh, airport, you know, <laughs> and, and that she's greeted by customs and my hair is crazy and everything. And people thought it was funny. So it just, you know, went viral, but yeah. it's just interesting what you never know what people are attracted to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Actually that yeah. can give you a hint, about where people are interested in, you know, because if, I, if I want, let's say something purely educational or want something like technical, I can have other resources to do that like if i want mm-hmm. to know this law i will mm-hmm. i will download the the pdf and read it and to ask like mm-hmm. professional like it eh, not not just to find it on the tiktok because this, the thing about TikTok, if you, if you are relying on the social media in general yeah. to have your technical stuff, then you are screwed <laughs> because they only give you the shiny part, like this, yeah. you know, the attractive part, serious quality TikTok. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. But you know, the, the boring details and the stuff that you need really to go yeah. through, you need to do that the journey on your own. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why you cannot rely on social media for. Yeah the yeah. entire educational yeah. thing
2: yeah. but but something that's like alarming that i think i had again social quality is social media so like don't, don't yeah. i'm not sure how true this is but like um i saw something about how tiktok was becoming a more popular search engine than youtube and possibly even google which yeah. to me was very fascinating that now people are like looking up things on tiktok instead of going to youtube so yeah. It, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I wonder what that shift is going to look like. Where you're just like, no, it scared
0: yeah. scared the crap out of me the other day. I googled myself, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I googled okay. myself. We all have this. One. <laughs> We've done this, yeah. And one of my TikToks popped up first on Google results. So it's actually even when you use Google.
1: -hmm. It's
0: it's it's really fast, Um, and I was like, "Wait a minute! I don't want to be known for this." (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute, let's tailor this (laughs) (laughs) on. Right? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Go back to the to the um, you know the Fortune magazine article or something, you know. But yeah, yeah, so you're right. It it is very good with the SEO, Mm -hmm. Um, and in both ways, whether you're searching in TikTok Mm -hmm. or whether you're searching in Google.
2: Mm
0: So, yeah. so what, I mean, as, as an entrepreneur, I mean, what mm-hmm. is your, your strategy for Paisa? And you mentioned a little bit about mm-hmm. trying to get out there. What are you thinking?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, wait, to clarify, let's like, what are we trying to do with social media with Pesa, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think, um, Sammy, he, he's in charge of that. He takes care of that. I think hey. what's important <laughs> right now for us is that pushing a lot of content out because we just started our channels recently. I think we, we went live and like, um, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok. Pretty much all of them, right? All at once. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure Good if luck that was with the that. best idea, but like... <laughs> 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 Go for he's been working overtime, but uh, like we, we've okay. been trying to like be really consistent with the content. And like like I was saying earlier, I think we're trying to like bring in like a mix of content that actually is providing value. So like we put out blogs almost every alternate day or every day, which are like how to manage your money better or how to take um, some financial... Not financial advice, but like yeah. how what you can do with your money. Lawyer in the room. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, um, so just trying to have like a mix of like actual value providing content where we're teaching them something along with uh, just something funny, something that's like jokes that, that's more relatable as well.
0: And, and who's doing the funny stuff? Are you doing the funny stuff or is your CMO doing funny stuff? <laughs>
2: I, I think it's a little bit of like a, like a mix. We bring a- some together. Okay. Yeah, like sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll just call him and like, hey, Sami, I had this idea. I think this would be funny. <laughs> and then I'm trying to make like reels myself as well. Uh-huh. So those have been very much just like jumping on trends and then making something funny. So um, yeah. yeah, apparently they work pretty well, I guess. So yeah. far. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: definitely. Yeah, you, you don't want to be building the trend from scratch. You yeah. want just, you know, to take advantage of it.
2: Yeah, so it's just this popular audio. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, can, I can put a, like a programmer spin on this or something and then <laughs> <laughs> post yeah, yeah. something like that.
1: Yeah, 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 that's, <laughs> yeah. that's smart. Mm-hmm.
0: T- tell us a bit about Pisa. I mean, tell us about how it connects to Web3 and just, yeah, just tell mm-hmm. us what it is.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I think at its core, PESA is a financial well-being application. It's about giving people control over their finances. I think uh, most employers here have like 30-day pay cycles, right? So you work 30 days and then you get paid at the end of the month. But that's quite restraining because a major part of us. In fact, global population have, has far more frequent cash needs, right? Yeah. But yeah. you're restrained to waiting 30 days to get your paycheck. We essentially wanted to change that. And with Pesa, we're trying to make any day payday. That's sort of our, our slogan. Ah. So irrespective yeah. of how many days in the month you worked, you can withdraw your salary for those many number of days through our app instantly. And then um, say your salary is 30,000 or 3000. <laughs> and you work 10 days, you can get your pay for the first 10 days through our app instantly. And at the end of the month, you get the rest from the employer and we get whatever we've given out back from the employer as well. That's awesome.
0: So you can't get like, you know, like after the first 10 days, you can't get like the full month's pay. No. Okay, because somebody might just quit. Like, I mean, I know some people that would be like, eh.
2: I I think like another very important uh, aspect was like to not create more channels for debt because like once you start giving out money that people have not worked for, that's when like yeah. they start going into debt. So like that was something yeah, that yeah, yeah. you know, if we're saying we're doing financial well-being, we actually want to ensure we're providing financial well-being. Wow!
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my so son's it's like, listening to this. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So it's like
1: advanced kind of uh, salary.
2: In some sense, yes, but at the same time, it's like uh, advanced only for the period you've already worked. Okay. So like basically, um, it's like we're processing data that companies only process at the end of the month on a daily basis. So instead of waiting till the end of the month okay. to process payroll data, commissions, et cetera, we're able to do that every day and then give employees a channel through which they're able to withdraw that money, essentially.
0: It's amazing that's idea. Cool. That's, that's cool, that's cool.
1: I, I wish like more uh, imp- employers will will listen to that. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. Because yeah. I mean, especially in this economy, I mean, I think you know, I mean, I, I've lived in China for a period of time right. and I do feel like in Dubai for some reason, like there is like this omnipresent, like anything can happen at any moment. Right. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, someone can get sick or mm-hmm. whatever, and then people need cash. Yeah. And yeah. then this app will allow you to kind of mm-hmm. like draw at least on the salary for the days that you've already worked. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And
1: it's like instant gratification machine, like because
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, once you
1: are working, mm-hmm then some there will be hard yeah. hard days in work, you know? Absolutely. But if you see that you can take that, you know, that day salary, you know? Yeah. That will be, like, very motivating for you because, yeah. like, yeah, I am working hard, but I'm getting rewarded for that. Yeah. In, in, instead of, you know, working hard for, let's say, 20 days, 25 days, you are feeling bad, feeling down, and then randomly at the end <laughs> of the month you receive your salary. So that will not make up for the entire yeah. 30 days of hard work.
2: No, absolutely. I think like like you work hard the whole day. You get into yeah. your car, and then you're out of gas, or the car's yeah. AC is not yeah. working, yeah. and then you don't have cash to like get the AC fixed, right? And like yeah, so those are like some of the stories that we've been seeing. Like people wanted to spend on, say, getting their gas tank filled before prices increase, or um, getting um, a, like getting their car's air conditioning repaired, and then they're like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna have to wait till the end of the month, yeah. but instead they're just sort of withdrawing through pesa. And then there have been, like, cuter stories as well where this guy just wants to take his wife on a date. So he's like, okay. I couldn't yeah. advance to pass. I took her for a fancy dinner. I'm like, sure. Yeah, yeah, or, I mean, yeah. worst-case
0: scenario, the new PS5 game drops. You don't have okay. your money, yeah. right? Okay. What are you going to do? You're going to get your cash. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: As as humans and, I you mean, know, as animals in general, mm-hmm. we have this instant gratification uh, mm-hmm. bias. Like, if, mm-hmm. if you have instant gratification, then you will... Uh, how can I say connect this work to this Mm -hmm. reward so it will be like very motivating yeah instead of being just working 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 and then you have the gratification Mm -hmm. at some random time later then this will not feel like real reward Mm -hmm. like they mm-hmm. will feel like two separate things. Yeah. But in reality, they are not. They're yeah. supposed to be with each other. Absolutely. So yeah. if I work for a day, then mm-hmm. I would love right. to receive my salary at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. At least I can know that it's there if I want yeah. to withdraw it. Literally, yeah. It's so true. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's just about control at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Like it's your money because you've already worked for it. You should be able to control what happens with it yeah. and not have to wait till the end of the month. So I think an interesting perspective that we heard from someone using the app was like, now that I'm using this, I feel like after I work a day, I'm loaning my salary of that day to the employer to the end of the month. Because technically he has earned the money, right? Like he deserves it. It's just because of how the companies, and I I don't blame businesses, right? Like that's just how the cash flow works. And that's what they have to wait till the end of the month to settle it. And, but it was just like an interesting perspective. And I think people are realizing that. And I feel that connects to a lot of the Web3 values as well of giving people the control back, over the economy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. When,
0: when you're done with this app, I need you to work on something else, sure. which is the <laughs> rental payment system in Dubai. Mm-hmm. So, this whole idea of one check okay. for the year mm-hmm. is a great example of mm-hmm. how businesses or sometimes landlords take advantage of mm-hmm. the time of money, right? So, if you pay yeah. mm-hmm. your rent on January 1st for the whole year, yeah. right, you've yeah. lost interest on sure. 11 months of money. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's huge. And I don't think, I mean, like I've never seen it before. Like <laughs> yeah. for me, yeah. that was yeah. like the yeah. most startling thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, in some economies you have, um, in, in China call, they, they call it, fusan, which means put two months deposit and then pay three. And yeah, it's okay. Like, okay. It's kind mm-hmm. of like a little bit more palatable. Um, yeah. but what do you, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, that's kind of a financial conundrum to just give mm-hmm. a year's worth of of rent
2: mm-hmm. no honestly i did not know that happens and that, that's what? probably attributed what? to my, <laughs> not having to pay that to this yeah that's because you're like
1: easily uh, replicated to to this true yeah but yeah, yeah and, i think yeah the, mm. in the most cases like yeah it's one year mm-hmm. uh, deposit but some other agencies are often really flexible kind of things mm-hmm. like for example uh for my rent mm-hmm. i'm renting with better homes uh, yeah. Shout out yeah yeah, shout out, yeah. <laughs> so it's very flexible where you only pay for that month like really? it's, it's yearly contract but you only pay for that month that's okay. that, that that's not really uh
0: you should have told me this man oh really okay <laughs> I, I told you
2: now get better homes get okay, okay. better,
0: yeah, okay. better rent
1: yeah <laughs> But yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, quite interesting uh, because like mm-hmm. in Dubai, as you mentioned before, people are living very unstable life. Like yeah. everything, yeah. like every day in Dubai, you have the potential of, you know, your life shifting from from some place to another place. Like mm-hmm. something can happen, like you can find new thing, like you can find new job, like God forbid if accident happened to you. So mm-hmm. you want to be in the safety where you can have some, you know, comfort of money right. besides yeah. of you so if you give your you know that big chunk of one year rent in advance yeah. then you are not protected the entire year right. like the yeah. entire you are being vulnerable yeah. and you are not mm-hmm. sure if you can make
2: it or not yeah. really? you're yeah. definitely
0: not getting the money back
2: you've got like some other big payments as well right i feel school fees if you're not paying at once or twice is also it increases if you want to pay in installments right it
0: it yeah school so. fees um you mm-hmm. know it, you're right i mean yeah. it's it's tough out here in dubai particularly <laughs> yeah. raising a family yeah. you know all it's that quite is,
1: hard yeah it's quite mm-hmm. hard yeah and the thing you, you are not really stable like you don't know if if you are staying in dubai or live in dubai so you cannot really uh, commit to this 12 month kind of thing mm-hmm. So I might be renting with you like for 6 months but I get you know another job offer or my business is shifting to mm-hmm. let's say to Singapore or another country. Yeah. So what what will happen in the next 6 months like You're can done. I can I get a refund?
0: That money's gone <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Money's gone. yeah. So yeah
1: it's uh it's good to live day by day. Right. You know, at least month by month. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And I wanted to touch upon um another point that you made about this instant gratification. Yeah, Um, because if you look at the business model of many NFT projects, right, NFT projects, at least, you know, last year, you know, it's things have changed a little bit this year. But towards the end of last year, everything was so much of, you know, we're going to launch, we're going to mint, right, we're going to collect the revenues, and then Mm -hmm. we're going to start to work on our roadmap. Right. So the instant gratification is, you know, we've created these NFTs, you're going to purchase them, we're going to receive the money, and then we will do the work. Mm -hmm. And then for those of you that that are watching and aren't familiar with the term um, rug pulls, you know, rug pull is essentially when, um, you know, that project is launched, it's minted, um, the roadmap is in place, but those items on the roadmap don't actually occur. and the money is gone and the NFT holders receive nothing. The team
1: will disappear. The team Mm -hmm. will
0: disappear. Um, I've I've worked, I won't say so many, but I've had a few um, clients or potential clients contact me and say, you know, I was working on this team. I was part of the, the, you know, be an artist or a developer and everyone left me right <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know this was going on you know yeah. and I, I guess that's part of this whole vibe of instant gratification so i wanted to talk yeah. a little bit about that what are your thoughts
1: yeah 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 definitely i mean like because as human as human beings we are very emotional like we are very mm-hmm. uh, our emotions control us more than we think like in in mm-hmm. way more than we think because we have this um Kind of uh, emotional uh, milestones. Like, for example, if you are creating a project, then the first thing has to be utility. Like, as you mentioned before, you mm-hmm. are cre- you are solving a problem. Like, yeah. there is a problem, there is solution, yeah. and you are working on it. Yeah. But you know, once the uh, reward becomes the the only uh, the only target, mm-hmm. then people what they will do is they will raise funds. Mm-hmm. They will try to fund the project and they try to find investors to uh, try to find you know buyers. Mm-hmm. And the the last thing that they will yeah. think about is the actual solution or the Absolutely. utility to yeah. the project. Yeah. And this is like I I don't I, I can I can't understand how how people still believe in this thing because it's quite saturated and yeah. it's quite repetitive. Like yeah. You know, lots of people get to this NFT project. We oh. are going to launch a play to earn game and oh. this NFT, you will buy it and you <laughs> will just, you know, yeah. earn with it in the metaverse. And you will have tokens like this all in one. Yeah. Like, yeah, three Everything in one. Yeah. I have very
2: strong opinions on play to <laughs> no. earn. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. like, you know, it's like, yeah. a, you know, if you buy uh, any product, if, if mm-hmm. it's say three in one, then probably it's not effective in, in any of these yeah. three. Yeah. So if you want to play, like have NFT project mixed with Metaverse with play to earn and the token, like this is yeah, obviously just huge. a cheesy uh, yeah. kind of way to raise mm-hmm. more funds. Yeah. yeah. And once like there's thousands of projects like this and mm-hmm. chances of them, one of them winning is very low because mm-hmm. it's highly competitive and the demand is not there yet. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there has to be some sort of revenue. And Absolutely. they they yeah. they really people are, have been changing priorities. Like people, they don't understand the big things. Yeah. Some people want just the instant gratification. Like yeah. yeah, I've created project. I'm I'm serial entrepreneur. I've been tri- like yeah. in, 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 no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, in <laughs> different like, NFT like, projects. Like yeah.
2: building a, a startup or building a project at the end of the day is hard, right? And like yeah. that's why yeah. you're working towards milestones. You're working towards things that would provide you gratification. Now, if that's coming from a good place where you're driven by like wanting to solve a problem, then you have more motivation to keep going. But if that's driven by like just the sole purpose of making money and you accomplish that goal at the very beginning by like (coughs) raising a large amount of money why would you keep putting in the effort like why would you still keep working out you're just not going to you got the reward yeah yeah Yeah, you got the reward like you got your cheese you're just gonna leave yeah Yeah,
0: it's it's so true and you see it time Mm -hmm. and time again and I know like so when I first started with ByteBow and I was servicing the web3 clients um I preferred and I I kind of might have turned away some that didn't really have like a mission Right. So if there's okay. no mission, if there's no mm-hmm. like yeah. real purpose actual of the project, solution, right, yeah. an actual solution yeah. and be yeah. like, I don't know about this, guys. I don't know if, it, yeah. if it's too revenue driven, if it's just mm-hmm. like yeah. we're going to launch this, mm-hmm. we're going to take these monies and we're going to go do that. It's too early for that yeah. for, for many Projects. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you're, you know, if if you have a mission for supporting women or supporting Mm -hmm. underrepresented populations and things like that, okay, that's cool. You know, let's see Mm -hmm. how we can do that. Um, But yeah, if there's no utility besides, you know, just collecting Mm -hmm. the money, the reward is there up front. Why would you continue? Yeah. Yeah. Were there
2: any NFT projects that you guys found interesting or sort of maybe even invested in?
0: Uh, I have some favorites. I'm I'm not okay. gonna say yet, but <laughs> okay. go ahead, Misal.
2: Uh, yeah. For NFC, it's quite tricky, you know, <laughs> to discuss yeah. it
1: publicly because um, the idea or the ideas are very cheap. They say that ideas are very cheap, but you know, to apply mm-hmm. this idea is the interesting part because many of these NFT projects they will have big claims like we will solve this problem, we will solve this problem, we will solve this problem yeah i can i know that you can say that but can you actually do that well like yeah. what's the qualification or the the um like what what guarantee that you can actually solve that that you yeah. are claiming to yeah. solve that but you know it's like you know creating new sports team like mm-hmm. you know and you want to compete in the big <laughs> uh, sport events so you you might say we will uh, we will train in more yeah. na- international way. <laughs> we have professional trainers with the latest technology, with the latest material. Yeah, yeah we can we can all uh, relate to that. But can you compete in the market? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's what makes it very tricky. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's only the time that can you know make difference between the good and the bad projects. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there is some that's lots true. of. Um, um standards that you can judge the project in Mm -hmm. mainly on on the team because you know you you need to trust people not to trust the ideas Mm -hmm. because ideas are quite cheap but people like if you have someone who is proved like has proven track of success in different Mm -hmm. projects then you can say that this person is not you know kind of uh, yeah Yeah. kind of clown who just want to prove himself or Mm -hmm. trying to be the next popular thing on social media. Right. So, yeah. And you there are be, a lot of
0: clowns. Yeah. You sit down, like, yeah. like four <laughs> names popped in my head at once. Like, yeah. Yeah, there, yeah, there. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> So you can actually trust yeah. him with, with the project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that it's more about the team and the concept. And, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely.
0: I, I have a favorite. Um, so okay. I, I, you know, I mean, I'm a lawyer and worked for a, a number of NFT projects, mm-hmm. um, and so I won't, I won't name them. But the one that I like that I only dipped into for like a quick minute is <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Meta Angels. Mm-hmm. So it's it's women led. Shout out okay. to the women. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, okay. the, con- the concept is you purchase an NFT, right? And it gives you access okay. to a special channel on the Discord, which is a wishing well. You're going to like this. Okay. And, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and the wishing well, you basically can go into the wishing well and you can say, I need X, whatever your wish is, whatever it okay. is that you need, right? And if you don't wish
1: for uh, your ex, well,
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> God, please, no. <laughs> please no, please <laughs> no, <Stay away>. okay, <laughs> take that out of the universe. Um, <laughs> but if okay. you could basically, be a wish, too. <laughs> <right>.
2: <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, so dark, This do a dark turn. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, but you Sorry. basically you put you put a wish in, like, say you're saying, like, okay, my car broke down and I need, um, I need a repair i need i need okay. to borrow like 500 dollars for the week um and someone else who's an nft holder will mm-hmm. answer your wish okay. and so they're global they're like all around oh. the world and mm-hmm. it's it's men and women that are in there mm-hmm. um but nine times out of ten someone will answer your wish and it could be something like we ran out of we ran out of milk we live in um <laughs> london yeah. on the east side and you know i can't go out because my leg is broken okay. and maybe somebody will like um you know buy some groceries for you and send it to your house and i'm like that's "That's, lovely concept that's like supportive
1: community yes a Mm -hmm. supportive
0: community so i borrowed one for a a period of time and i used it and i had my Mm -hmm. wish granted within like 24 48 hours Wow. wow yeah yeah and Are so you, once I got my, you, my new Gucci, my new okay. Gucci clothes, I was, okay. <laughs> okay. I was all set. Yeah. No.
2: Okay. I was going to ask, can you ask what, what your wish <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I actually asked for assistance with my business. So I asked, okay. I asked for someone to um, advise on like the pitch deck and for funding. Cause I was thinking about funding at the time mm-hmm. and I eventually ended up like not doing it, mm-hmm. but okay. there were so many people who were, had expertise and were knowledgeable. they mm-hmm. was like, oh yeah, I work in this particular accelerator or I have connections with with these vcs i can take yeah. a look at it and tell you what you need to tweak mm-hmm. that was pretty cool yeah,
1: yeah. that's great yeah. like yeah. uh it it uh it will save you lots of time and effort mm-hmm. yeah for yeah. sure and give you this sense of belonging to yeah. some some sort of community yeah which which is like human uh basic need you know to feel appreciated mm-hmm. and supported some like humans, no matter some what happened yeah, yeah. <laughs> <humans>. yeah. <laughs> yeah not to me, no. yeah yeah
2: yeah um i'm guessing you're wondering what nft projects yeah yeah, yeah. um i i think some of my favorite influencers when they launched projects i really like those so logan paul he has a, a, a okay. collection i think he, he released 99 nfts and then mm-hmm. he had like a beautiful story behind each of them and i think okay. they were utility tokens so with some some of them were just like like a one-off become a collector become a part of his community what but like some had some more utility to it where you could be on a podcast or something like that. Yeah. And I, I just like the concept and like the stories and the narratives it created behind each each NFT. I thought that was pretty cool. But I think one project that that like had more of um that, that was not so much about like an art and a narrative, which I thought was an interesting concept, was something being done by like an Israeli company. They um I think they are an incubator for teenage owned startups. And what they were doing was If you're a teenage owned startup, you can post a video on their platform and the video becomes is used like mint NFTs and people can buy those NFTs to invest in your business. And then the story, like what your thesis essentially was that um, if you use the capital that you raised to the NFTs and the startup takes off, then the value of the NFTs is going to increase as well. So the people investing in you early are going to make some money on it. Yeah, by like having a piece of like the origin story behind the company. So and, and in the process, they were obviously supporting teenage entrepreneurs. So I, I was all for it. I think I, that was a pretty yeah. cool project.
0: You you jumped in on that one. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah. yeah I, I believe like it's more about having actual utility. Like as you mentioned with the Meta Angels and the famous example of the uh, Board Ape yeah. Club. <laughs> where it's like actual community because you know this board ape club they meet every uh every month i believe yeah yeah and sometimes even every week you know in this yacht kind of party and you meet with back to the yachts uh, yeah yeah (laughs) you meet like with actually like-minded people Mm -hmm. like you know it's just an access like ticket to uh, to give you access to this community so it's not So some people think that it's only about the JPEG, it's only about the picture of the monkey, but it's not about that. That's just only that the ticket, you know, let's say, for example, if you are attending some huge concert Mm -hmm. and you buy a ticket and this ticket is like quite expensive, let's say, you know, Mm $10,000. So people would would think that you know it's only the picture of that ticket. Mm-hmm. so obviously it's not you know it's the access that give you so okay. yeah. most of this kind of uh clowned uh projects they think it's only about the uh, the, the, the yeah yeah the art yeah, artwork, the artwork. Yeah. but it's not like that at all. Like so, they want to give you like yeah we have more uh, better art than the board ape, but do you have mm-hmm. better utility? Yeah, yeah. like yeah. or you don't have utility yeah. at all.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so you're just plugging Pesa in yeah, here. We yeah. have like an NFT collection that we yeah. plan to drop down the line as well. Uh, we have like a Pesa mascot, which is a dinosaur. Essentially, I, I can show you what he looks like. Yeah, love yeah. to see it. Um, cool. and, and
0: how did you guys come up with the dinosaur? For it. What, what was the thought behind
2: that?
1: <laughs> it's quite unsaturated yeah.
2: idea. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, actually, until yesterday, we didn't have a story behind Dino. We sort of were just like, it looks okay. cute. Like, this is what it looks like. Oh. oh he's cute. Yeah. yeah, he's cute. So, uh-huh. uh, this is what the Dino looked like. And we, we plan to like, make sort of NFT art collection and 100% driven by utility. So, if you own a Dino NFT, yeah. you don't have to pay transaction fees. You get unemployment insurance or like other oh, sort wow. of benefits through the app. Oh, okay. So That's cool. using like the NFT as like a yeah. subscription model, so to say. Yeah. So um, yeah, and like why why did we pick Dino? We actually don't think we had like a very solid answer until very recently. Yeah. But Dino is actually a chatbot within the app. So when you sign into the app and you have any. Mm-hmm sort of um, financial questions, you can speak to Dino because like most adults don't like to be advised on their money, right? You're like, I'm a grown yeah. adult, like got my ego. You're not going to tell yeah. me what right, to do with right. my money. So I was just like, you know, let's make it more playful. A human's not telling you what to do with your money. Yeah. Like an me fight, AI Yeah, like an AI chatbot yeah. that like knows what yeah. you should be doing with your money is telling you instead. Yeah. And weirdly, people were more open to that idea. Mm-hmm. So like four of the key things that Dino does is um, it helps with Debt recovery. So, if you have like huge amounts of credit card debt, helps you plan your monthly sort of budget so you're paying that back. It um, helps with invoice management. So, like whatever um, bills you're receiving, helping you manage your budget better. Then some neo banking features where you're able to transfer money to like friends and family, kids, or like maybe back home. And then also helps with offers and discounts. So, what we want to build is, um, say. You're going out to eat and you just go like, hey, Dino, I'm going to eat at Burger 28, for example. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yours is 50% off. I found this online for you. Oh, wow. So it's able to help you oh, that's cool. better manage your money. So debt recovery, um, invoice management, neobanking and offers and discounts. So that was D-I-N-O. So so that's where Dino comes from, basically. I was following
1: there.
0: I was
2: watching the letters. I was like, hey. Yeah, that's
0: quite impressive. Is is it on the App Store now? Like where can people find it?
2: They can actually find it on the App Store. We recently, we launched just two weeks ago. Um, But the way our model works is for employees to be able to use it, their employer has to sign on. Okay. Because. it it becomes more complex to just run it where we onboard right. employees. It's just safer to work it's with B2B. the employer instead. It's so B2B it's B two B to see. But yeah, yeah, right now to be onboarded, you need to make sure your employers board.
0: Guys, call your boss now. Yes. Okay. So call your boss. Tell, <laughs> okay. Her. Okay. Her. Yeah. tell her. You need yeah. more call her. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get
2: fessa. <laughs> yeah, but
0: Masad. We've got a few minutes left. Tell us about Embark. Tell us what's next. And you know yeah. what? What do you want the listeners to know?
1: yeah yeah yeah. sure so at embark we are you know we're trying to be a um, different kind of agency so we are not there only just to catch the formal or to catch the trend as we mentioned before because lots of agencies are trying to be just trend catchers you know they don't have any uh, experience in that and they they don't have any relation with the web 3 and the crypto zone just only because it's popping now and it's trending they want to catch the trend so for me for example i've been in the crypto space since 2017 so i have expertise in that and also my team have also like that so it's not only about trend catching and as we mentioned before the person who loves to walk will walk further than the person who mm-hmm. loves the destination so you know mm-hmm. yeah exactly so <clears throat> this is why We have this mission of, you know, helping crypto projects and Web3 projects to achieve growth because we call ourselves Embark, the growth marketing agency. Mm -hmm. And this is what we are specialized in. Like we have the award for the best growth for the best growth marketing agency back in the crypto expo in March. Mm -hmm. So, you know, because there is a big gap between good projects and the good investors. So people want to find projects to invest in and projects wants to find people or to investors to invest in their project so we can help to fix this gap. And even these projects, it's not only about, you know, marketing solutions or marketing services. Even we provide the, the entire stack of that, like starting from traditional marketing to digital marketing, influencer marketing, uh, community management, you name it, we have it. Oh, wow. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's like, if you came to us, you don't, you don't need to go anywhere else. Like we, you will find everything in one place.
0: Do you have lawyers? <laughs> not yet i mean like we are finding <laughs> yeah, anyway. not yet yeah. yeah yeah okay we'll talk after the show now <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay sure i would love to hear that
1: so now we have lawyers yeah, great. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. so it's not only about the marketing uh, aspect of it but it's more about the consultation and giving guidance because lots of these projects they have good idea but they don't know how to apply it like because they are new in this space they 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 don't know where other projects has failed so we can help them to you know to avoid the mistakes that you know other projects are doing so we can advise them on that so we can help them to correct their business model to to you know to reshape their brand and so it's like entire partnership so we see uh, we see ourselves or we position ourselves as partners to our clients not only just you know you you want something i will sell you something so it's not about selling anything right. but it's like full partnership on you know on the full fledged so that's amazing yeah that's mm-hmm. what we're trying to do yeah we're still very early we still have lots of you know, huge room mm-hmm. for growth but yeah like uh, we are a growth agency so Let's do it.
0: You guys are going to grow too. That's yeah, amazing, both definitely. of you, Rishaba and Masad. Thank you so much. Thank you uh, for joining. It's a and you know, I look forward to seeing more about Paisa. Yes. And for sure. I look forward to seeing the growth. And, and, I Dino. For, and yeah, and Dino. <laughs> and, Dino yeah. and I look forward to yeah. see more about Embark and what you guys will be working on in the coming days. So thank you both definitely. so much thank for you joining Barely thank,
1: thank you. Yeah, it was a great pleasure. Thanks you. Thank Thanks. you for having us. It's great having this conversation. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward for more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.